podcast reviewing 997 sequel Jurassic Park, one minute time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're here to discuss Minute 62 of Lost World. Dave, we've got another little snippet from Jurassic World. Um, director J.A. Biona has uh, come out and done a bit of an interview these last couple of days. Just sort of talking about uh, making Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much just a, I can't say anything and I'll hint at stuff, but not hint at stuff, and all that sort of thing. So Real News has posted up on their uh, on their Facebook page, so if you want to have a bit of a read through it, go over there and have a look. Uh, just sort of asks about working with Stephen and Colin. Confirms Colin wrote this one as well, which, okay, <laughs> I'm not too happy, but anyway, we'll see how we go. But, um, yeah, they're definitely, they're definitely going to start... Um, gearing up marketing soon we're still hearing that rumor about a trailer on december 13th which some were saying it's um, going to be at the start of uh, the last jedi which trailers don't normally drop like that anymore like um there was also possibly the uh thanksgiving football that's going to be on then as well um, i think the uh football is a more um what's the word more likely yeah, because, yeah, because I think I think someone was saying that might have been on um, the Jurassic Park podcast. The uh, uh, the Last Jedi comes out. I think the advanced screenings December fourteenth, and then it doesn't open to regular cinemas until the fifteenth or something or sixteenth. So the, the December thirteenth doesn't really match up with that release, unless it comes out in the UK two or three days earlier, which is probably what the case is they might have been just looking at US release but it's coming you're going to see it. it's going to be posted up everywhere I'm, I'm not looking forward to when it goes online there's going to be 500 posts because <laughs> even when the uh, when the evolution trailer the first one went up right, there, was, there was 56 attempts to post that on Jurassic Park the group <laughs> we let one in and just a, lo- a lot of deleting deleting so we haven't got we haven't got much longer to go so we'll see what happens when we uh, get some insight on screen because it's been pretty pretty dry for Jurassic World news apart from behind-the-scenes stuff from Hawaii, so... It's our last chance at redemption. Something that came out recently. Jeff Goldblum kind of came out uh, with a thing saying, well, there's a, there's a bit saying, I, I know stuff, but I can't say stuff, and he did confirm that his... Um, role will be small. That it'll be a cameo, and its impact will be minimal. Yeah, he um, he. One thing he also said there too that it's, it's quite easy for that bit. It could be cut from the film if there's runtime yeah, exactly. issues, which I'm sure that's just um something to get fans anxious about. But I don't think they'll make all the uh the hubbub about him being in the film and then cut him. He's he's a draw card that I from everything we've seen yeah, on social exactly. media, he's, he's going to be in it. Um, but it just sort of lends to what, what it's going to be, if it's going to be something on something being reported on TV or... Because um, I think he was, in, he was in London, so whether it's uh, something that's going to involve the Lockwood Manor or something like that as well. <laughs> Him just uh, hairy and sort of a bum at the front of the gates with a sign <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop stop breeding dinosaurs or something 
Uh, the Jurassic End is nigh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, both in in universe and in real life, <laughs> but um, yeah. So that's that. It's it's just good too to see him start to count. I'm sure once trailers are out and all that, the uh, even Chris Pratt and Bryce will start sort of promoting the film a lot more. I don't know if they've got anything coming out in the meantime. I know someone's seen Four Ragnarok last night. I was going to ask him if um, I'm pretty sure the Guardians are in that, aren't they? Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Did I make yeah, I it first? So. I think it's Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch is in that one. Oh, okay. No, I'm just sort of wondering when, if uh, any of them are going to start sort of the promotional, while they're on, like, promotional and release or screenings of something they're doing now, if they're going to start talking about Fallen Kingdom soon as well, but we'll see. We'll see what comes out of it all. So. Mm-hmm. InGen is my responsibility now, Doctor, and I will jealously defend its interests. But I'm in shock about all this. All right, ready to get into 62. Yeah. As we in minute 61 of The Lost World, Eddie had secured the M-Class to the front of the RV, stopping it from sliding any further towards the cliff's edge. He then picked up the loose end of the rope and tied it back to the stump, securing it so the team could climb out. As we start minute 62 of the Lost World, inside the trail, Sarah tugs on the rope and lets the others know that it's gone tight once again. At 62 minutes and 5 seconds, we cut back upside as Eddie finishes tying off the rope, and the MCAS slowly begins to slide forward, being pulled by the weight of the RV. At 62 minutes and 10 seconds, we cut back a shot of the cliff as the front of the RV kicks up into the sky, about to go over. At 62 minutes and 21 seconds, Eddie jumps into the M-Class and guns the engine, pulling back against the slipping RV. The two forces struggle against each other, but the M-Class slowly starts pulling the front of the RV back down. At 62 minutes and 43 seconds, we cut back inside the trailer as the team continues to climb the rope up towards the accordion connector. At 62 minutes and 45 seconds, Eddie puts the M-Class into high range, and guns the engine again. The M-Class thrashes around left to right, pulling the RV back to safety. At 62 minutes and 57 seconds, back inside the trailer, tells the others to increase their rate of climb. And this ends minute 62 of The Lost World. Eddie, Eddie grabs the front of the rope from the trailer, runs over and starts tying, tying it off to the stump once again. Um, we cut back inside the trailer, and Sarah's pulling on the rope, hey, hey, Realizing that it's um that it's gone tight again, which yeah, it is not helping her yanking on the rope and going yelling hey. <laughs> yeah, well you are not in the situation. So stop it. Well, considering they fell, I don't know if it's sort of hard. They 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 fell through the trailer with the rope in their hands, but sort of let go of it once they realized they were falling free. But for Eddie to sort of grab the rope from the front of the trail and pull it back to the stump. They would have had to feel the rope move up um, mm-hmm. as he pulled it back up again. So they would have known what he was doing. Um, he would have just given him a moment to tie it off, and then she could have pulled on it and said, "Hey, let's go." But I love in this scene too, where you see up past him, um, there's a monitor up the front which has got that flashing green and red monitor mm-hmm. blinking game. But there's also one thing here I noticed, and I noticed it before when the trail was getting pushed over the cliff um, there's like a large clump of moss or something in the roof where the skylights yeah, would be is. 
Yeah, I think the skylight smash and whatever kind of foliage was on the ground underneath the trailers when they got flipped just got thrown into the trailer. Yeah, and that's that's something that I'd you'd think would happen. But as we've seen from when they're on the barge and then even now post movie, um, the trailer's got the cages over the skylights, so they were heavily fortified for the film. But yeah, I'm, I'm it's you can only assume that's what that's what they um well that's what it was. But I've just noticed it sort of in these scenes. Um, yeah. But uh, Eddie finishes tying the <laughs> finishes tying the rope off and um, looks over and the M class starts sliding. <laughs> just, uh, there he goes that ex- es- escalation again. Yeah. And then we get a, a, a nice little um, camera shot from back, well back, looking mm-hmm. at the whole scene, and the front of the RV starts to lift off the ground. Yeah, that's going. <laughs> you can see that, and there's like, yeah, that's going. That's going over that cliff. Yeah. You don't have, have to be an expert in physics to know there's no way that wouldn't have just fallen. Yeah. And then yeah. we get also here the shot back at the cliff's edge where the front axle goes over the cliff, which means both both wheels are now off the cliff and the uh, mm-hmm. the RV is sort of sitting down on its chassis. But um, I just wanted to bring it up here. Eddie's an engineer. Um, at this point... Like the M class has failed to hold the weight of the RV, the rear mm-hmm. wheels are dropped over the cliff. Um, it's now sitting on its chassis. Um, it's an unrecoverable situation. I know we're going to oh, get in a yeah. minute where he starts pulling in and it comes back over the cliff's edge, but the weight, yes, okay, maybe some of the cliff um, broke away and sort of ramped it a bit more instead of having like a drop off there, but the the M class isn't going to be able to recover this. <laughs> no. um, even if even if the trailer section broke a free. <laughs> Um, there's still it's still a David versus Goliath thing here, and Goliath's gonna win. Um, mm-hmm. But but Eddie sort of needs to buy time. He's got the rope hooked back up. He's just got to sort of hold it until everyone can climb up and um and get out get out of the trailer. So I think that's probably what's going through his head. Because mm. um, what he's what he's about to do, it's not going to save the vehicles, but um, he's just sort of hopefully buying enough time yeah. for people to get out but um, yeah we, we cut back inside and Ian's telling Sarah to start climbing again back on top the M class is sliding <laughs> so he, um, he runs over and jumps behind the wheel and guns the engine um, mm-hmm. and it's sort of interesting here too one thing we didn't mention um, before is both of the M class have got that, uh, that familiar Jurassic glass or clear sunroof um, mm-hmm. which is probably the single biggest issue with fans rebuilding these vehicles is to get that sunroof <laughs> in because it's sort of to cut a hole in the roof and get a big bit of perspex or glass that big to fit mm-hmm. um, is very expensive and very hard to do. But um, I just love it here, it's sort of as he's driving behind the wheel, the camera's sort of looking in through the window at him and you've got the rain running off the sunroof Um much like we've seen in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Um, but even as he's been running around outside, tying the rope up and the winch, and just, as he said in the interview last week, he's just getting bucketed on. <laughs> They've got the sprinklers. <laughs> They've got yeah. the sprinklers dialed up and then just uh-huh. dropping so much water under the set. 
Um, yeah, that guy, you can see him. I mean, you can, he's really doing the direness of the situation here where he's bouncing up and down his, in his seat. I've been stuck in the mud with my in my car before. I'm just bouncing up and down in my seat hoping oh, yeah. Yeah, that something will catch and, for, and somehow I will be able to get out of the mess. I'm, I'm surprised he's not yelling too like come on come on <laughs> like it's it's the whole well, notion you know that if this was real life he'd be swab and having a very some very colorful things to be saying right now <laughs> oh especially in the next two minutes where he sort of ends his demise has his demise but um yeah um just sort of willing it's same same it's the same thing back to the future where marty's like willing the delorean to start and it starts <laughs> like it's sort of one of those things um, and can be a good character moment where you're sitting there and vocalising what you want to happen but it's just not going your way <laughs> <laughs> and it's also we get here too, um, the rear wheels start to spin as um, as he's starting to pull now mm-hmm. I don't, I, I didn't look into the M-Class's drivetrain, I'm pretty sure they're not an all-wheel drive um, whereas all four wheels are sort of active all the time Um um, this one might be simply because it was a custom order. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of, it's it's one of those things, you got to sort of show he's attempting to pull the trailer back, because the, the M-Class is like trying to recover and it's sort of rear-wheel drive only. There is a shot from the front, as you can see, There's the front wheels are spinning as well, so... Um, but it's not really focused on the way it's just staying in front of the trailer as it's trying to pull. But we get the front of the trailer does come down slightly, and... Um, the first axle comes back up onto the cliff and the tire blows out, which I thought was a nice little touch. Just the weight of it being pressed on on the single tire, the tire blows out. Yeah, know? yep, yep. Which which happens. Um, exactly. If, if you put too okay. much weight on one tire, like all together the tires on the ground hold the weight, but if you put that weight onto one, it does. And sort of we cut back inside and the team's climbing, um, sort of using the cupboards to help this time. Um, mm-hmm. And again, you sort of see that big clump of debris inside the roof. I, I'd be using the cupboards and whatever's inside that trail to climb. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't see the need for the rope as much as just we need this here because of what's going to happen shortly when the trailer goes off the cliff. But it'd be that hard to climb. That that rope's wet. It's, <laughs> it'd be that hard to climb. So I'll be using the cupboards, I'll be using the seats and the tables that are bolted down. We've oh, seen... and that's what they used. Actually, in the um, original novel, that's actually what they used. Yeah, yeah. There's sort of one thing I'll mention here too. The um, This whole, the rope coming undone, isn't in the pre-San Diego script. It's just yeah. Eddie throws the rope, goes back out, the, the M-Class starts to slide and he tries to repair it. I don't know if it's just they wanted to extend the scene a little bit more. It sort of doesn't really achieve anything but apart from giving Eddie more to do <laughs> and just toying with him, like as we said, escalation. Um, yeah. But we cut back outside, and Eddie sort of. I had to pause and look. Um, there's a four-wheel drive button. He pushes. It's. It reads the button reads low range, but for what the car's about to do, I don't see how it could be low range because it decreases. Well, it sort of halves the gear ratio. So when he puts it in low range and puts it back in reverse, the car wouldn't whip mm-hmm. around like this because the wheels would be spinning slower than what they were before. 
So, yeah, it's movie magic. <laughs> if, if anything, he would have been in low range before and he's taken it out of low range and now it's mm. back into, into regular and that's why he... Uh, he guns the engine, and that, that thing, it's a wild horse. It's bucking all over the place. Um, got smoke coming up off the tyres, which would be the uh, the studio floor. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think there might actually be, like, water. Like, when you drive on a wet highway, and there's just water droplets flying up from the bottom of your wheels. Yeah, yeah. Well, when the uh, Trinosaurs finally come on the scene, and he sort of stops, you do get that sort of steam coming off the tyres. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Because of, of the heat. Yep, but it's just it's just like he's fully dedicated here. He's doing whatever he can to um mm-hmm. to get this thing back on the cliff. Um, yeah. And we we get that sort of view through the front broken windshield of the M class, sort of just sliding from side to side um, mm-hmm. as it's trying to grab, trying to get traction, trying to find a dry bit of ground to get traction on and pull the uh, pull the trails to safety, which he starts to do. Um, Inside, we've got Ian, increase your weight of climb. <laughs> so, uh, must climb faster, must climb faster. Um, and then oh, we get... <laughs> and uh, we get a shot of Sarah up the top of them all, sort of climbing ahead. And that's and that's where we lead off. We've only got two minutes of the sequence left, which we started back in minute 55 with uh, the trailer being rolled over, so... When uh we're nearly we're nearly there. But um next up is Eddie's food. Yeah, yep. We lose poor Eddie. But uh that'll be <laughs> next week. <laughs> uh and if it more on sixty two. I think we did a good one did well on that one. Alright guys, let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website thelostworldminute.com. Email feedback to the Lost World Minutes at gmail.com, Facebook The Lost World Minutes, Twitter at The Lost World Minutes, and Instagram The Lost World Minutes. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to All remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way.